This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. And today on the show, we'll go through every detail of our win over the Suns, our upcoming clash this Saturday against the Dons at the MCG, as well as everything else Sydney Swans. Joined in the Podular Media Studio, as always, by the one and only Dave Baxter. Benny, one-on-one again. It's always a pleasure. It's always a ripper pod and I'm up and about, mate. Free on the trot. We have the wet sail. I'm excited. There's talk of that F word, Benny, and I'm up and about. Mate, you are rightly up and about. Mate. Rightly up and about. It is exciting times at the footy club. We've got great confidence in the young guys. We've got blokes like Mills are coming back into form. We're talking about finals. Finals footy. Septopia. That's it. That's it, Benny. And it, like, um, look, we're we're one game out on points, but probably two on percentage. Yeah. Um, yeah look, being realistic. Yeah. Look, it's a, basically a game behind, but we're we're a real chance. And I think if we beat who we should beat um, in the next six seven weeks, um, as we've got, we've got a couple of tough um, opposition in Geelong and GWS. I think no, not Geelong. We played them the other week, but. Uh, if we can get the job done on in the next coming weeks, we're, we're a big chance to play, mate, because a lot of the teams around us are very inconsistent when our last eight weeks has been very good. Our upcoming clash is against the Dons, and then we've got the Blues, then we've got the Dockers over at, uh, over at Optus Stadium. But, yeah, we've still got the Cats, the oh, Giants. Cats. There you go. They're the two uh, I was thinking of. of. Yeah, yeah, but the, the rest, like, to be honest, the yeah. rest of them are all very winnable very games. Very winnable, mate. And we're playing the type of footy that can sneak a game off those two clubs as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely, for sure, so 100%. Look, if we can string together the footy that we're playing and keep everyone on the park, that's our main issue at the moment, is getting through a full game without losing another player. And on the weekend, Benny, big sinkers going down. That's pretty much the talking point to come out of it because it throws yeah, our... Our, um, well, it's going to force. It's going to force change. It, it, it is. forces change. It does, and we, we're going to be playing a different way. It's whether we sort of keep the straight same structure with a null coming in, which we will talk about in the social question more. Um, but it, it really throws uh, the board open to a, a different lineup. That's it really, for sure. It, it does, and we'll probably touch on that a little later. I think. I think realistically, the. The talking point that I love about our win over the Suns, I mean, look, the Suns are not a particularly polished outfit, but that started as a really hard contested game. They actually, they got us in the clearances, um, as you mentioned, Debs. But for us to put the foot down and pull away in the second half, that is, they're the signs that we want to see coming out of our young football club in the sense that we need to, that's the they're the behaviors we need to sustain. Yeah, and that, it's a massive, we've never been a club to do that. It's a massive positive Benny and it's a great point mate. Um we are playing a club in the Gold Coast who are one of the new teams to the competition. They're older than us by average age and we are outrunning them in a game. Just mm. getting over the top of them, getting the job done with consistent performances. There's about three or four blokes with a, a couple goals each. You got Papley, Heaney, Blakey, Sammy Reid, and Benny Ronk back in the side. That's what we need from Benny Ronk. He just his ten goal, sorry, ten touches, and a couple snags with his forward pressure. Couple and of sausages. And I think with not having Franklin there, he's the type of player that can be influential for us. I was loving Blakey's impact oh, once again. Fantastic, mate. And what are, he's there's talk that he's going to be the best player coming out of that draft. Oh, you got Sammy Welsh from uh, the Blues, but yeah. who is who is? He's an absolute jet, superstar. But 
Blakey's nearly playing the hardest position on the ground, mate. That's sort of uh, leading uh, up 100%. half forward. Key position players, dime a dozen. That's it. Uh, sorry, key position players, far more unique than, than midfielders. Midfielders are dime a dozen, mate. And we've said this a lot about a lot of other players as well, but imagine Blakey when he's got 20, 30, 40 games into him. He's going to be an absolute gun, Benny. I'll top you. Imagine what he's going to be like when he's got 120, yeah, 130, 140 games into him. Is it the next buddy, Franklin? Not with those shoulders. No, but Not he's going to put on the size. Yeah, of course yeah. he is. Of course he is. He, However... He can. He'll be a pretty special. He, he'll be a different. He'll be a very different forward to yeah. to Buddy. But I tell you, if you're ever going to try and recreate the great man, you would be putting an 18 year old, a skinny 18 year old, in front of Buddy Franklin, saying, "Learn everything you can," which is pretty fortunate what we've uh, what we've got here. But it. it's just the protege, protege Benny. Once again, mate, Luke Parker. Oh. Leading from the front Mate. by example and saying, boys, this is how we're going to get it done. Come along for the ride, fellas. Jump on my back. Yeah. And that's what he's doing, mate. His last six take weeks. Keep your been... arms and hands inside the vehicle at all times and I will take you to victory. 100%. And he he's an absolute jet. And if he's not all Australian, I'll go he. Oh, don't. Yeah, don't. I'm not, I'm not entertaining that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to That even thought process, Ben. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. We were in a bit of trouble, I thought, when, when sinkers went down. Because when you're uncontested in the rock, it, yeah, you, it makes it really difficult to win. It throws out your, your structures as well. Yeah, 100%. And obviously, we saw that a little bit with Alia going into the rock. However, I was really impressed with Alia. Uh, obviously, competing in the rock, he was never going to take on Witsy. However, he... Pulled Witsy all over the ground. Yeah. Made it makes him work. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. This is where I think we are very lucky. We have two relieving Ruckman in Alir and Sammy Reed, who are very have very good leaps of man, can just leap over the top and make a contest of it. And they're both very competitive in there. So if we do go some strange setup with no No Ruckman. No Ruckman. Um I think, we, I we think can still get though. it done, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, and that's going to be very interesting when it comes sort of 6.25 tomorrow night when the teams are announced, and the, the old siren goes off on my phone. I'll be getting straight to it and having a look who we're picking, Benny. Mate, I'll, uh, I'll be on that. Uh, I'll be on that always. When it comes to Mads, though, I reckon there is a few things that he would have been up and about. Mate, about. And let's, let's, start, let's start at the top. 25 touches, 11 marks, two goals, one. Who, who could you who be talking could, about, Who Benny? would that be? A certain fair-haired boy from Bondi. That's it. Isaac, Isaac Heaney. Benny, his last two, two games. Two weeks in the middle. Two weeks in the middle now. Yep. He's still getting a lot of ball on that half forward, but he's sort of coming from half back, working into the mids, and being that contested player. He's doing it all in there, Benny, and working his way forward for a couple of snags every and week. I said this at the start of the year. I said, if you put him in the middle, we are not going to lose the scoreboard impact from him. He's yep. always going to get forward and get dangerous and kick goals. Yep. He's always going to. Always. It's a given. It's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. So you might as well have him in there, develop him, build his confidence up as an elite Premium midfielder. There's no doubt, Benny. I think Mads would be sleeping very well over there in Berlin on uh, what would have been Saturday night, Sunday morning over there, just knowing that Heaney was in the middle, he's had 25 and kicked two goals. Mads yeah. would have been a happy, happy man. And if he wasn't, 
he would have taken a look at Nick Blakey kicking two goals one and the performance he put in. And then he'd look even further down and he'd look at uh, his man Zach Jones who came back in with 25 touches and a bit of scoreboard impact. Hey, Jones, his last two weeks. Mads would have been bloody pitching a tent. Oh, there's no doubt, but... Jonesy just adds that element of speed. We said it, and I, we really missed him for that month that he was yeah. here. You, and you know what? I think we're all guilty of not realising it yeah. uh, until he actually came back and we went, oh, wow. And, he, and he's got the mongrel factor as well, yeah, which we love. We always talk about. Our other, co, uh, our other co-captain, JPK, 27 touches with a sausage roll, bit of scoreboard impact. Yeah, one goal, two, I think uh, he had. Two. No, well, just a single, just a single straight. Just there we go. I get excited with scoreboard impact sometimes, Benny. <laughs> Don't we all, Dave? We do, mate. But, yeah, JPK's been huge. He hasn't had too many down weeks. Um, it's not like you can put someone to JPK because you've got Parker to worry about and all the other fellas in there. So very happy with what JPK is doing, that's for sure. My man, Millsy, is coming good over the last three or four weeks. Really important one to talk about too, Benny. It's much cleaner. Much, yeah. much cleaner. It's just taking the – he takes the extra half second, and I think he was doing that also in the first six weeks, but taking the half of se- a second when you probably didn't have the time to and mm. getting caught or rushing the kick and just not – The confidence having, is back up, mate. There's the word I was just about to drop, mate, the confidence. He's had that the last four weeks, and he has been good, mate, really good. He's gone by by 85% by foot. Yep. It's It's – up echelon stuff, Benny. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's really good. For sure. And you want to talk about upper echelon left footers, do you? Oh, I love you want to You want to get into that conversation, do you? Yeah, it, it's not it, the initials JD, is it? Oh, you bloody bet Yes, it is. It is. You bloody bet Jordan Dawson. Our best user by foot, I'll call it. No, no issues there. No, nah, he's... 28 at, touches going at 82%. It's solid. Unbelievable. 21 kicks. The thing I like about what Jordan Dawson is... It's damaging, Deeds. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. It's very similar to sort of how Rampy can be by foot. Um, The thing I like about... Yeah, but it's further up the ground. Yeah, exactly. It's not the last line of defence. It's... And he can pull off every kick, whether it's the short 45 into the middle, 25-metre bullet pass, or it's the 55-metre bomb down the line that gets there quick and gets the player on the tit. That's what Dawson does best for us. And with that just bit of freedom that he's got, sort of lancing around the half-back wing, just getting a lot of ball, getting 28 touches, 21 by foot, Dawson's going to be hard to stop. Dane Rampey continuing his run of form as a bloody key defender picking up midfield numbers. He's got 24 to his name, nine yep. contested. Great game from some of the young bucks as well. Uh, we saw Ronk come back in and had uh, had a bit of impact, and also Ollie Florent continued his rise. I was really impressed with Robottom as well. Yeah. Robottom was was good for 21 touches, yep. and I was pretty I was pretty pleased with how he showed for up. Sure. Even uh, even old uh, Rosie Cheeks, Rosie Cheeks, your man. What's he strung three games together now? Yeah, exactly. He's playing the role, Benny. You can't say that. Um, no, I can't. And I've always stood by the fact. I would say I've I've always said if he can pull it together at AFL level, then he will have my praise. Yeah, and he's had my praise. That's it. Well, he's been involved in three wins, Ben. So that, that speaks a lot, and it's just. We've we've got to keep up this momentum and keep the ball rolling. We're we're coming up against the the Dons this week, which we'll discuss in uh, in Seg Three, but they're the team that we're going to have to we get we have to win on the weekend if we if we do 
want to see us play finals. Yeah, yeah 100%. It's, it's a must win. It, yeah, no, it really is. And we'll we'll touch on that later with, with Robbie. I, I just think that this the way that it was so tight and contested early uh, for the entire quarter and then watching sinkers go off, I got a little bit nervous. Yeah. And then obviously we couldn't quite pull away in the second. But it was just the way that we really found another gear. And that's what that is what the good sides do, and it's it's something that we have done in the past, but not like we did it on the weekend. Yeah, we really just put the foot down against a guy who strategically knows everything about us. Yeah, and I think what we saw was a bit of Plan B action, Deeps. Yeah, there's definitely there's a bit of agility in the coach's box. Yeah, definitely. There's a bit of Plan B about that, Benny. And look. We just need to keep this momentum up and get the job done uh, this week. But, look, a lot of positives to come out of that game. Not too many negatives besides the loss of sinkers. The loss of sinkers. Yeah. And I know that we'll go into this in a little more detail, but I was really surprised when sinkers came back onto the ground. Yeah. Because I, I, I looked at I looked at that first one yeah. I was watching on the show and I'm going, oh, that's, mate, that's not... The joints that's outside. That's not kosher. Yeah, the joints out sideways. And you, he's a tough bloke. He's tough as they come. And he was in immense pain. Yeah. And then to do it the second time, it was game over 100%. Yeah, it was. It, it'd be interesting to see how long he's out for too. Great to see as well that we could move, we could move the side and have that agility on the field to bring a Lear in. And I've spoken before about how I thought he was great pulling Witsy around the ground because as much as I would love to have a Lear in that, uh, in that spot, intercept down, down in the back, yep. intercept marking. Now, currently number two in the competition for just intercept quietly. marks. Just yeah, quietly. Just quietly. Well, he'd probably be, uh, he'd be closer to first, to be honest. Um, he's currently sharing number two. Right, okay. But I reckon he'd be a standalone too if he hadn't had to go, uh, didn't have to come off his intercept marking and sort of set a half back roll yeah. um, to take over the ruck. But I thought, obviously, given that he was having to compete uh, with Witsy, he was never really going to go toe to toe in terms of hit outs, and you know we got we got pretty comprehensively done in the in the in the clearances. Yeah. But when you've got a guy like Luke Parker. At your toes, who's going to go and win his own pill anyway? I mean, it, it actually it, it worked out just fine. What did Luke Parker end up with? Sixteen contested. Contested. Yeah. We had Kennedy with twelve, but yeah, Parker was Parker was the leading leading contested position getter on the ground. The, I think you touch on it there. I think just the the impressiveness of the coaches box to be able to throw the team round and everyone still be able to perform the role was the the biggest thing to take out of the weekend. And, yeah, as I've touched, we just need to keep this momentum up, keep getting the job done. We're looking very dynamic up forward without Bud. Um, This is where it's going to be a a talking point because we are playing good footy without him. Bloody good footy. We always will. We always will, but you can never leave him out of your side. No, and I'm not saying leave him out of your side, but... Buddy, buddy, What's the role? Buddy can do a richo. Yeah, he chuck can, him on a wing. He can go on the wing and He'll win a Brownlow on the wing. I'm yeah. telling you, he could. But it, it's just he doesn't have the rig for it at the moment. He can't stay on he the park. He can't stay on the park. But, yeah, oh, yeah, we, we got up and about about sort of Buddy on the wing. Would have been halfway, uh, early to halfway through the year. And we, we didn't yes, see it. Yes and no, mate. We've been, yeah. talking about, we've been talking about Buddy doing things other than playing in the forward line for Ever since we started the pod, we've been talking about saying, hey, stuff it. Like, throw Buddy in the middle and just 
force a reaction. That's yeah. what it was all. That's what the chat was last uh, last year was yeah. because we were so stagnant in the coach's box. As soon as the game plan didn't work, it was like, well, hands off. It's over to you boys. Try and win it. Try and win it back the old fashioned way. Just bloody win the ball and kick goals, right? But instead of doing nothing, why don't you do something? Just even if it's weird, yeah, like buddy, to go and play in the midfield, yeah, and just say you go in there and just get the pill because if nothing else, it will force a reaction from the opposition. That's it. And but uh, hopefully, this is a discussion we're having Benny in about sort of four weeks when Buddy comes back into the side and we're on the verge of a finals berth. Yeah, exactly. This is the conversation I want to be having, but. Plenty to take out of the game, Benny, and uh, I reckon that just about does us. For Probably the just first about set. does us for the for uh, for the wrap up. We'll just go into the votes there we very will. quickly. One vote for my man Millsy. Millsy, yeah, because he yeah he deserves to be rewarded. You know, he, he four does. four good weeks and another great week, like you said, taking the extra time. He's got the extra confidence now. Once he's got that into his stride, then we can start to build everything else. Improvement. That's what we like to see from all our players. Mm. Improvement, but. Also with Millsy, we want empowerment. Yeah, for That's sure. what we need from him. For sure. Two votes to our uh, our returning skipper, JPK. JPK, very good. Very good as always. El just Capitan. El Capitan, just getting the job done weekly. He's doing all right, isn't he? Three for uh, for Mads Man. Mads Man. Haynes, 25 and two. 25, 25 and two. two. That's Mate. all that needs to be said. That's, That's enough. All That's all you need. Uh, four. For our devastating left footer. By foot. Horty Dawson. Jay Dooley. Jay yeah, Dooley. We're all about him. Dorsey. Yeah, just get it into the man's hands and he'll do the rest. Mate, he's unbelievable. And five for Luke Parker. Who is that is three in a row? Building an unattainable lead in the True Blood. It's got to be three or four. Votes. Three or four in a row now. Mate, it is ridiculous. His game, we've already spoken about, absolutely spectacular. 31 touches, 16 contested, scoreboard impacts. What more do you want from the guy? <sighs> Can't ask. What for more do you more. want, Dave? What Nothing. more do you want? I, I don't want any more. I'll have that every week. That's fine. Over to the leaderboard there. 39 for Parker. As I mentioned, building an unassailable lead. He is 18 votes in front of George. It's going to take a lot of best on performances from George to rein that in. Uh, we've also got Lloyd and Kennedy sharing 17, 16 for Rampy, 14 each for Papley and Dawson, 13 for Heaney, 12 for Jones, 10 for Franklin, 9 each for Aaliyah. And, oh no, just nine for earlier. Seven for Sinclair, five each for Florent, Reed, Blakey, three for Clark, and one for Macca and Millsy. Nice. Not bad from the boys. Not bad. Not bad. Nice boys. Mate, we'll take a quick breather there and we'll dive into the socials after this. G'day guys, it's Rob and Adrian from Podular Media. I run The Sash, a filthy Essendon podcast. And I run The Debrief, a snobby Melbourne podcast. But don't hold that against us. We help create true bloods. Even though I still have nightmares about Gary Rowan. And even though we haven't beaten the Swannies in almost a decade. But these blokes are the real deal of South Melbourne heritage. And we got off the ground because we love good footy content. So if you're a fan of the Swannies and True Bloods or you just love podcasts and you want to learn more about how Podular Media can help create a podcast for you or your business, call 0488-055-14 or email adrian at podularmedia.com. Imagine if Troy Luff had his own podcast. No, 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 mate. Imagine if LRT had a podcast. <sighs> well, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to True Bloods. 
Well, welcome back to True Bloods. As always, in our second set, going to the faithful and asking for their shout deeds. It is time for a bit of social engagement. This week, we went to the faithful and asked, with Chief set for a spell on the sidelines, we're forced to assess our ruck stocks. Does newcomer Michael Knoll get the nod, or is there other options worth considering? Deeble? Yes, I've gone with one of the top fans, Ray Tesorio. I'm not too sure if that's how you pronounce the last name, Ray. But I like uh, the interesting points in what he's got to say. Ruck Allier, uh changing with Reed at full forward. Keep McCartan down back and bring in Fox for Sinclair. Fox adds pace, uh, is versatile, and with his leap can also pinch hit in the ruck if needed. Don't mind it. It's it's practical. It's practical. But it takes Allier out of his out of his position where we, where we should have him where yep. he can be most dangerous yep. for mine. Yeah, it's uh, he's answered the question that we asked. We are there other options as such? That's definitely another option. I don't tend to agree with. That. I don't really see a spot in the side for Fox at the moment. Um, in my yeah, opinion. there's other there's other players I'm bringing in before Fox. Probably, yeah, exactly personally. right. Personally, yeah, for for hours, Ben. Four hours, Dable. That's it. So, um, look. We, we take the points on board as always, but it's okay to disagree sometimes. That's it. Benny. That's it. Takes all types to make a world. It does, mate. Uh, with uh, Jonty Sainz. Big Jonty. Loved Jonty's input. With Bell Chambers out, might be worth getting Noel in for a run. Can get a chop out from a lead and rear when needed, yep. but would be best to keep those two in their usual positions down back and up front as much as possible. The key f- takeout from that, with Bell Chambers out... Exactly right. And buddy Tree Zach beard. Clark, Treebeard, the the big squid. Mate, he sucks. We might as well just blood a new kid. That's it. Let's uh, just get him in there. That's I thoroughly agree with it. And that leads in perfect to my next one, Benny. We've got Damien Arnold, another top Damo. fan. He's, he's always giving us Top some contributor. Feedback. He is, mate. And he goes with this. Zach Clark played for us last time, so need, no need to pick a Ruckman. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> this is it. We had 9-8 on the field last Play time. on. Uh, I reckon we should pick Noel. If not, it's a case of uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Aaliyah has been a weapon down back and Reedy's current. One of my favourite <laughs> sayings. Rob, it, Peter from pa- Rob Peter to pay Paul. That's it. It rolls off the tongue really nicely. Uh, Aaliyah has been a weapon down back and Reedy's currently our main forward target. target. They may do uh, okay in the ruck and we lose their main asset if we do play them out of, uh, out of position. Pick Noel and let's see how he goes. Bloody oath. Damo, bloody oath. Thoroughly agree with that 100%, and it's sort of touching on those points that your uh, social question answered as well. 100%. One final contribution from Trevor Haynes, really coming out of left field with this one. Well, am I sensing something in your voice, Ben? I really give, am. Give the plumber a crack at the ruck. He's holding every, everything else in the team together. At least it will confuse them for a while. Tommy Papley into the ruck. Mate, you know what? He's got his tail up and about. He'll probably charge at them, the little meaty bugger that he is. May get thrown away, doesn't matter. But you know what? If nothing else, Deeble, it demands a reaction from the opposition coach's box. It makes John Warsfold go, well, hang on a second. I've got to do something about this. I've got to change this up. I'm going to put Treebeard on the pine and I'm going to bring someone better onto the field. That's it. I was nearly sensing Demand a whack. Demand a reaction. <laughs> I was nearly de- so sensing a bit of a whack of the week there. Um, no, just quietly, not quite. Not, not quite. quite. But um, 
Look, we love the social feedback from uh, the faithful. So hey, it's so engaged. When They're we great. put out the question, really get around it. No, we just there's, there's no nuffies. It's great. No, nah, we just great. we love it. Every bit now and then, we need a whack of the week. You know, just we keep do. them, just keep them honest. So, so if that's you go, no to, one's ever safe. Try get us fired <laughs> up, and when Madsy's back, we'll let him we'll let him loose. We'll He'll be ready him, to go. We'll let him rip into it. Uh, speaking of ripping in, ripping in. Debel? Yes. It's time for Who Wears Who Wore True Bloods. Now, Benny, this is this is a game that you just uh, you play with your mates when you're out the back just having a couple of beers. With the boys in the backyard. Just chilling out, playing this game. So today we go with Who Wears Who Wore Number 10. Zach Fair. Jones. Bang. Who wears who wore? Paul Williams. Yeah. <laughs> no worries, Devil. No worries. There's a, that's in. That's how you play at home, boys. I reckon Benny's been I doing a bit. They of, are, I hope that they are playing along at home. The they, two blood faithful. They are. I hope they are. <laughs> I can't. I can't say definitive that they are. But look, yeah, I think you've been doing a bit of homework, Benny. You'll bang on that. Very impressive. I won't lie. It's a very fun game to play, yep. no matter where you are or what you're doing. I've got a bloke at work, the two of us, we go AFL wide and we literally just send little texts to each other, who wears who wore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. It's good fun. Absolutely thing. fantastic. Good fun. Uh, rightio. With that, mate, we might uh, we might invite Robbie in and see if we can get stuck into this Essendon game. That's it, mate. The must-win clash against the, the must Dons win and the G. clash against the Dons. Back after this. You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Welcome back to True Bloods. Debs, time to get into our upcoming clash against the Dons this Saturday at the MCG. Joining us as per usual for this seg- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this segment, we've got uh, Rob from uh, from the Sash. Gentlemen, great to be back. It's uh, is it though? It seems it seems like it was only. Four or five weeks ago that we played each other, it's it's strange how these AFL fixtures work. Yeah, there's, there's a handful of clubs that we haven't played yet, but yet we're playing, playing this ones again. So, yeah, hmm. absolutely. Uh, you'd be you'd be happy that we're at the MCG. Uh, I would be. It's definitely better than the SCG. Haven't got very good memories up there. Although, uh, why, why, why? What happened at the SCG? <laughs> last time? <laughs> last time? Yeah, I, last time. No, but the time, the time, I think before the, time that. the time before that, what happened? Uh, and no, no, time, you know what? It, no, and, I'm sorry, we shouldn't go into it. And then the time before that as well. So there's, there's a few. <laughs> well, no, you're missing one. There's the uh, elimination final. We absolutely murders. Um, I'm actually stoked because it's been quite a few years up until this year where Essen hasn't played many. Interstate size at the G. We had mm-hmm. Brisbane earlier in the year, but now we have you guys. Because traditionally, it's Marvel. We're off to the dome, off to the shell to play footy. And obviously, last year, we, off to the dome, we uh, um, we beat you quite convincingly there last year. But I'm excited to play you guys in the G because I can't remember the last time we played you guys at the G. I feel like it's almost yeah, a decade. No, neither can I. It's almost a decade. It'd be a, it'd be a long way back. So yeah, it's, it's a completely different game at the MCG mm. too. It's going to be open to all the elements. You know, in this. Uh, Brisk Melbourne weather that we've mm. got at the moment. The wind and the rain's going to be about on Saturday, so it, it definitely adds another dimension uh, to the game. That's for sure. The early prediction for the weather is it's going to be eighteen and cloudy, 
And knowing Essendon's luck at the G, it'll be three degrees in torrential rain, which means you'll get up by about 10 goals. So I'm praying for a sun. I'm praying for a dry deck because if it's dry deck, Don, chance. Don's play good footy. If it's a wet <laughs> deck, you may as well go home. So, Well, they're, yeah. they're going to have their tails up the Bombers after last week, coming yes. off uh, being GWS, probably your oh. best win of the year. Oh, yeah, 100%. Hands down. Hands down. I, I, I haven't felt that good after a win since we beat Adelaide round one last year. So it's been a long time coming. I nearly fainted when Kyle Hooker took that <laughs> mark because I was screaming so loud. Nothing to do with the five Cougar uh, um, <laughs> Bourbons I'd had before then. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was uh, very exciting to get us over the line. And, yeah, suddenly there's a bit of confidence because finals are still a reality. We're hanging in. And thanks to Carlton and the Bulldogs for doing a couple of jobs for us over the weekend, it's a super Saturday for those few spots in the eight. It is because, I mean, look, we're knocking on the door now as well. Mm. We are, Three in a row, I think it is, Benny. We're, we're three in a row. Five of the last seven, yes. if I'm not Wet if I'm wrong. Here we go. Yeah, exactly. Coming home with a strong breeze. Yes. Um, at the moment, it's, it's a pretty interesting look for us because everyone that's ahead of us, we've got an opportunity to beat. Yep. When it comes to where we're actually sitting at the moment, we're only a game out of the eight. Realistically, we're two out of the eight, as Debs was saying, uh, just because our percentage is mm. piss poor. Yep. But I'm actually pretty comfy about taking on the Dons at, mm. uh, at the MCG. We're... we're Generally, pretty solid, and at the moment, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of toe in the side. Yes, a lot of young blokes who like to back themselves and go for a bit of a run. So I'm I'm looking forward to see how we go on the uh, the open expanses. Yeah, for sure, and it's basically an eight point game for mm. either side. Um, both being in sort of that finals contention, just out of out of the eight as we sit now. It, it's going to be so important to win this one if you want to be a chance of making yeah. that final eight. It's it's ultimately important. I don't reckon there'll be a bigger smile. Lacing up his boots than that on Kale Hooker. Oh yes, when he lines up, knowing that Buddy Franklin is not out there oh, on the G, he'll be very happy. Although, um, like at least the last time we played you guys in Melbourne last year, Michael Hurley played one of the best games he's played in recent yeah. years on on the Budster. But uh, all the talk for us is if Kale's going to go forward because we've we've lacked forward structure this year. It's been our biggest issue. Our backline's been amazing, in my opinion. Midfield's you know been okay, Up and down, gone toe to toe with a few teams, but. Not you know well beaters, but it's the forward line has been the big issue for us. And Kyle Hooker forward might be the option, the as solution. Well. Yeah, it may be the solution for us. Um, so interesting to see what that is. But the question is, the, there's a mythical creature who's returning to the side, most likely, by the name of Zach Clark. Trimbeard, so you're obviously trembling in your boots that Zach Clark's starting there the sash once hey, more. No, I'm excited. I love playing with 19 men. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing better. Well, yeah, it's an interesting one. It's hard to know whether he was brought in for you guys or us with our depleted ruck stocks. Yeah, exactly right. And that's uh, we, we've spoken about it already with um with the ruck stocks that we have and what happens in selection tomorrow night will be very interesting for the Swannies. But it's the usual suspects that we, you always have to worry about with the Dons. Yep. You know, you got Merritt, Heppel, and Shield. Mm. They're the ones in there. Um, and we saw last time we sort of we put the tag to Shieldsy last time. Yep. Got on top of him. He was no worries. And then Merritt got off the chain. And yeah. then we went back to Merritt. Yeah. One of George's comeback games. That's yeah. it. Got on top of Merritt. And then Shield found a bit of ball in there in the last quarter. Mm. And they, you were unlucky well, um, not to get the result that night. Yeah. Well, Zachy Merritt's probably leading our Player of the Year award votes because he's just... He's just Mr. Consistent. Any game that we play well in, or at least we get get a win on the board, most of the time, Zachy's had high 20s or 30s. 
handful of inside 50s. But the one thing he does more so than a lot of you know attacking midfielders do is he tackles hard and he leads he leads that way. Like it's most times you'll see him with 30 odd touches, but then he's got seven or eight tackles as well, yeah. which a lot mm. of midfielders don't have. Um, but I am worried because look, I think if I was if I was John Longmire, I'd be sending Hewitt. To merit, I think he's been way better than Shield has in the past month or so. Yeah. Shield's yeah. Shield's wobbly. Yeah, he's thinking yeah. about his big Amart furniture check that he's getting at the moment. So yeah. not, really, <laughs> not, not really worried about the uh, inside fifty. Gotta but get your super Amart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be so, loving that. Um, but from from like what we've seen with Eston, like Shield's probably had, I think t- he had one really good game and a couple of okay ones, then a few bad early ones, but. When Zach Merritt's playing in his best, he's hitting blokes laces out. I haven't seen that from Dylan Shield yet. Like, sure, he's explosive. He's got that Chris Judd-like step of getting out of the pack, but it's what comes next. You haven't seen. So I feel like Hewitt's going to go to Merritt, and I think that's the big battle. Because if Hewitt yeah. it just blankets him the whole game, it might be hard for us to get the W. Yeah, for sure. And that, that's sort of where our power has been this year, is sort of being able to tag. We've got options in there now. We've got um, Clark and also Hewitt getting the job done tagging and getting their own pill as well. So it's not like they're that blanket, you're not going to get any ball themselves. They yeah. go out and earn their own pill and make them work the other way as well. Um, and just, Keep them accountable, Deeps. That's it. And I think, as we mentioned last time, it's one to watch, and he's – Definitely one to watch after coming off last week is Jordan Dawson with the outside mm. sort of left shoe doing some damage with that. So yeah. that's where um, I think very, the, the uh, Dons have got some things to worry about now with the Swannies. When last, well, I think what we would have been one and five, I reckon, or one and mm. six when we played yeah. you last time, and there wasn't too much to worry about. No, um, but there's definitely some players in some form now. Jordan Dawson. He is probably, I think actually last time we did this pod, you said, well, who who have we got to look out for? And exactly. we actually said Jordan, Jordan Dawson. Dawson. And I tell you, mate, he is of the elk, yeah. of like a Hawthorne three-peat. Ooh. He is just, he's just a sharpshooter by the boot. Lethal left foot. Mate, he's unreal. So unreal. He's a, he just picks out, he just picks out targets, perfectly weighted kicks. Doesn't matter if he's kicking 45, 50, or he's just chipping them around. Yeah. Mate, he can, he's, the way he's pushing forward and mm. just kick, kicking inside 50, dangerous. I'll tell you another bloke's uh, praises who do not get sung enough, and it's unbelievable how it's not being talked about in the AFL at the moment, is Luke Parker's last six weeks. He's a gun. He is, everyone knows how good he is. He's come second in a couple of brown lows. that's why he's not, it's why he's not, no one's talking about it. Everyone's like, yeah, but it's Luke Parker. Like, no, no, not, yeah, it's Luke Parker. This is a completely different team dynamic. He's Mm. in a completely different role. And he's that, he's sort of similar to Merritt in that capacity where he's the one laying the big tackles, getting yeah. his own ball, getting the ball going forward. Sensational kick for goal as well. He's one. He that's takes, where that's where marks. my tag would be going this week. He Parker. T- yeah, he takes marks. I mean, for... Mate, he's got some of the best mitts in our team. For a couple, I mean, a couple of years, like when you have those conversations with mates and you're like, oh, if you could take a player from any team, I, like I've constantly brought up, I'm like, I would kill for Luke Parker at the Dons. It's the kind of guy we like. He's a big-bodied mid who can go forward and kick goals. Um, I think he's an absolute gun going around the ground as well. So, But our our tagger is the brother of one of your boys, Clark. Clark, yeah. It's the first time they'll probably get to play against each other. So who knows? Maybe the, they'll have a bit of romanticism and go head-to-head once or twice and see... See what happens. See what happens. See who can shut who down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mum only gets to love one of us, so this is what's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's it. And it's good um, sort of on the weekend, Heaney found some form. Mads would have been stoked. He's had his 25 and he, and his two goals. So that's two weeks in a row for Heaney. So he's been utilised in, in the role that Mads has been calling for all year. Which is definitely not something that Rob wants to hear, that, no. Heaney, that Heaney's getting up, getting up and about. Oh, yeah. That's it. So he, is he playing some more the half-forward role or is he in, no, in the guts? No, he's been going time. into the guts okay. and he's, yeah, yeah, he's getting he, the tail up. Prolific. Yeah, getting the tail up. Prolific. Oh, no. I'm worried. Yeah. So yeah. That, and that sort of, you got your likes of Florent as well coming into a bit of form. He was very good on the weekend as well. So Yeah, I guess who's, I think another another headache for you guys is just going to be who's going to play that sort of defensive for, uh, defensive forward role, mm. taking Aliyah's um, impact out of the game because yep. coming out of our back line, he's just dynamite. He's just, honestly, he's doing it one-to-one. He's yep. doing it pack situations. He's... As uh, I mentioned off air, mm. he's the number two intercept mark in the comp. Would yep. probably be number three if he hadn't have had to come out of his role uh, at quarter time and yep. take on wits in the ruck. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm hoping that he ends up being your number one ruck on Saturday because it means yeah. that we don't have to worry about kicking to him forward. Yeah. Um, but I think it's logical. This big bloke, old Nolsey, old Shannon's going to come in and <laughs> Shannon, Shannon, <laughs> Shannon's going to come in. You, you got, you guys got to start calling him Shannon. Shannon, yeah. Yeah. Shannon. 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 Shannon's going to come in. Um, and obviously, you know, soul patch. It'll be basically. A, is he? Where's he? Is he SNFL or is he yeah. waffle? Yeah, Sandville. Yep. Okay, so we'll have the best ruckman out of the Sandville versus the best ruckman out of the waffle going head to head. Let's be honest, probably neither of them up to yeah. standard. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm quite worried about him because we haven't really had like a super strong marking presence at times. Sean McKernan's probably played a couple of good weeks. He was bit down against the Eagles, but so was the whole team. But last week he was outstanding. So I feel like Ali is probably going to be going to old Horny Shawnee. Um, or maybe it could be Kale who's there. But a man who's been floating around the forward line, and he may not get selected tomorrow, but I'm a big fan of him. His name's Josh Begley. We call him the fridge. Tough as a cat's head. He's got one of the rudest slids going around. And we know that our, our good friend Madison, who's not here, is a bit of a lad himself, bit of an eshe. Bit of an eshe. Type operator. Uh, but the fridge is a real, real bumbag kind of specialist, and he's just got he's just he's just got larry, he's just got larrikin written all over him. But yeah. it's a bit of a rat pack forming at Essendon at the moment, so um, I'm really hoping he gets a game because he's tough. He knows what the goals are, and you know you just want ten disposal, two goals out of him, and he's uh, he's a win. See, if I am John Walsfold, mm. I'm looking back to our I think it was round six clash against the Cats last year when we got it done at three quarter time deeps. Yep. I'd be going right back to that clash and just looking at how the Mosquito fleet got it done yep. because we are going to go very short, I reckon, this mm. week. Yeah. I, do, I see Reed doing a bit of chop-out work in the ruck yep. uh, and us just relying on uh, the little tackers, guys like Hayward, guys like Florent, guys like Papley to Ronk get out there. As well, yeah, yeah Ronk, actually, yeah. Back in. Um, Lucky for us, we're also a team of midgets, so there we go. <laughs> yeah. More so, more so your your back set up. Your yeah, back well, as has changed. So Paddy Ambrose, who's probably been our most consistent defender this season, he's done some awesome lockdown jobs. Doesn't offer it going the other way, but you know sometimes you just need a defender and goes go to him, stop him, and he's taken some big scalps this year. He's out for the next month. So uh, Aaron Francis, the goat, is back in. The goat, the goat's back in. Simply must play, and he he spent a bit of time this year going forward and back, and he is better as a defender. But his biggest weakness is that you look at him and you go park footballer. Yeah. Skills are elite, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he hasn't got the body just yet. He's had a bit of interrupted history with his uh, AFL career, had some family troubles, so he hasn't had like the banks of a couple of years of pre-seasons. And when you get those real 
physical athlete players, like say an Alir Alir who's just an athletic freak, you, you get, Francis doesn't hold up. So I'd be a bit worried if some of your forwards are a bit more dynamic, um, get the better of him. Mm. We'll wait and see. Robbie, what's your tip? Um, sun's out, Don's by 25. Uh, bad conditions, Sydney by 10. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Zach, I've, I've actually, I've never tipped against us on this pod. Zach Clark, uh, four goals, Essendon hero. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, yeah, the, it's he, the coming of age game. He definitely owes you four points from yeah. last time we played yeah. you. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, um, yeah Benny, I think the Swans get it done uh, by about three goals at the G. Um, I think we'll be really, we'll just get on top in the midfield after, after half time, but it'll be a tight contest till then. I just, even if it's dry, I don't see it being a free-flowing game yeah. for you guys. Um, so for mine, I'm, I'm in the same ballpark. I, I'm three goals for Sydney, uh, just because also having butt out really changes our dynamic and changes yeah. our focus, and we're actually... Almost better. We're quite we're quite well equipped to ha- to, to to play mm. when it uh, when Bud's not in. It just changes um, how we focus on our. Fo- it forces us to lower the eyes and go for different uh, go for different forward entry. So it is uh, the Swannies by three goals for sure. Well, for any of the uh, True Bloods faithful out there who are also pastoral to a bit of Lord of the Rings, uh, Saturday is the last march of the Ents. So Treebeard will just lead the Tree boys to beard. victory. <laughs> He'll make his big charge and they'll slowly just plod through the ground and um, get the job done. Don, Don's will take home the four points. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll go around for the weekend's clashes. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Friday night is the Hawks and the Pies. 15th versus second. Uh, second and falling, though. Yeah. I've had a shocking couple of weeks. Hawthorne yeah. by two goals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Collingwood's got to bounce back this They've week. They've got to pull the finger they out this to. week. If they're if they're any good, um, yeah, couple goals, tight one. Hawthorne it'll be crap, a, it'll though. be a tight one. Hawthorne are shit, but I just feel like Clarkson might do something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if, there's gonna, if there's anyone who's there's anyone who's going to capitalise on on a on a poor uh, poor run, mm. it's it's Clarko. He'll make it. He'll make it hurt for sure. I just think there has to be some pride in the Collingwood <laughs> outfit. You'd hope there so. has to be, because that was just the most rubbish showing. Mm. Like North, North is so shit. They got. They got out coached. I was I, I watched uh, on the couch on Monday night. So I'm an expert on all AFL matters this week. <laughs> uh, so I'm basically an AFL coach myself. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they played a clip at quarter time. I didn't watch the game. At quarter time, they interviewed Ray Shaw, and they're like, mm, "Oh, you've yes, had a good I've quarter. What, what, like, what do you put it down to?" And he's like, "Calling whatever time they move it, they always switch it out. You know, the fat side every single time. So we've just tried to clog that up and stop it. And then they literally just showed." Footage of footage of footage of them doing that time and time again, and it was just like they didn't go to a plan B. Um, yeah, yeah. And they're, well, going, they're going to the boundary a lot more at the moment. The old uh, pars. We know all about struggles with plan, plan B. B. Yeah. Oh, same as us. <laughs> That's uh, then we go Saturday afternoon uh, is us, and then the other game is up at Metricon. The Suns versus the Tigers. Uh, Goal Coast by goal, Carmichael Hunt kicked the winner. Tigers <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty comfortably. Tigers comfortably yeah. as well. Uh, we have got the showdown at Adelaide Oval. Uh, Saturday game, night. Game of the round nearly. Yeah. You, yeah. 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 Yeah, give it that. I don't want them to win it, but I think the Port Adelaide are going to bounce back and I mm. think it's going to be a Port Adelaide victory. As do I. I want, I want the power to get up. Yeah. 
Yeah, Crowley. Sick of watching Eddie stand in that pocket yeah. doing swirly fingers at the ground. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> not, sick of it. He's not bad at it, though. Yeah, he's pretty he good. He's right at it. <laughs> he's done it. Put it this way. It's not a fluke. He's done it more than once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Crowley showed a bit against Geelong last week. Just sort of ran out a bit of legs um, down at the Cattery. So I'm going to back and buy a couple goals. Do you know who's an absolute monster, that Riley O'Brien who's playing yeah. for good Crows? Player. It's Frankenstein's monster reborn. Yeah. 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 AFL footy yeah. player. He's yeah. a monster. Yeah. yeah. No, he sure is. The doggies uh, and the cats at Marvel Stadium uh, for our other Saturday night game. Um, doggies are in a bit of a high after that win, but I think just Catter's just going to keep on rolling, unfortunately. Cat, cats by 10 goals. Yeah, cats dogs by are, 10 dogs goals. Dogs are so inconsistent. They're up one week, down the next. Yeah. Yep. So cats are easy. Cats, very easy. Uh, it is then over to WA for the derby. Uh, Eagles... By 25 and... 25 goals. Yes, 25 goals and 25 points. Uh, McGovern's going to take about 15 marks, I reckon. He's going to have a field day without... Field day. without Hogan. After, after we pants them, yeah, with, he has bounced back without, in a big way. Yeah, without, uh, without Hogan clogging up that 50, and I'm pretty sure it's just McCarthy or maybe even Tabernacle, he's going to be licking his lips. Yep, for sure. I'm backing McCartan and the Eagles to get it done. Probably five goals, I think. But yeah. at the same time, you know, could get Buddy Walters popping up and kicking bags. Mm. Yep. Yep. Oh, did you, <laughs> I didn't think you'd give us a tip, dude. No. Um, didn't yeah. give us a margin, mate. Yeah, yeah margin. Oh, West Coast by four goals, mate. Yeah, right. No, no nonsense. Yeah. Uh, the D's versus the Blues. Let's be honest. This is the game of the round. <laughs> yeah, this is the absolute cellar dweller debacle. Uh, debacle. Um, P Heart Clubs, both of them. Yeah. Well... The lot of them, you reckon, Dave? Yeah, hundred percent. The lot of them. They're both been shocking. No, well, Melbourne was a. They were good for a season last year, but look, they've just showed their real colours this year. Uh, if they're true colours. They're true colours. Crips is oh, still leopard can't change its spots, Dave. If Crips is exactly. still out, uh, it's the D's for me. It is. If uh, Crips is in, then probably still the D's. So I'm going to the D's. Now nah, Mark Murphy's a lord kicks the winning goal, <laughs> but he Carlton will probably win by five goals. <laughs> Yeah, look, I'm going to back. Uh, I'm going to back the Blues because on the basis that I just don't think Melbourne have got the heart. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't got the ticket to pull this off. No, because yeah. the Blues will press. Mm. They're young bucks. Yeah, young bucks. They're off the bottom of the ladder. They're up and about, mate. David Teague, the, the master of flair. They Tug. call him Tug. The master of flair. That's his nickname down at the club. <laughs> just lets just lets him go. Whereas uh, Bolts was like, "You got to do this. You got to do this. Structured." Teague just like, there you go, just off to the field. Just go, go play. Go play footy. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> go play footy. Win. This okay. is this is what we train for. Win. Uh, North versus St Kilda. Another game I probably won't tune into. Yeah. Battle of Irrelevance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this is down in Tasmania, so this is going to be an easy North win. Yep. yep. Thoroughly agree. Yep. Giants versus the Lions to close out the round. This is a nice Good Sunday game. Sunday twilight. At Giants at the Gi- at the Giants Giants Arena, Giants Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. This it is a real Sunday Avo. Black town. Had an early dinner, sit in front of the fire, watch the game, kind of yeah. operation. Yeah, you're painting yeah. that really well, Rob. Um, I'm liking that. Giants sure. are going to bury the Lions. They yeah, are yeah. they are very annoyed about that loss to us and. 
don't get me wrong, the, uh, the lines are up and coming, on, but I don't think they're just as good as everyone has been saying yeah, now. 100%. Um, they've been riding the lightning. They've been sure. riding the lightning. They've had some good wins, but like uh, after seeing how we destroyed them when Tim Woody kicked seven goals, I just can't believe that they're that good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the Giants are effing good, man. Like, I, I don't know how we won that game last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Lions just lack that bit of seasonal like hardness as such. Um, and they, these are the type of games they're going to drop for mine. So, yeah, Giants. It'll be the Giants for mine also in a bit of a pantsing, a bit of a statement game, I think. Bit of a cakewalk, Benny. Yeah, absolutely. Boys, I reckon that's going to do us. This has been True Blood's number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Make sure you check us out on all the Ooh. social channels, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Wooshka, Spotify. Love us some Spotify. We sure do. Uh, make sure you... Get around the Swannies this Saturday afternoon at the MCG as we take on the Dons and walk away with another four points. Edge closer to the top of the ladder. Not if Treebeard has anything to say about it. (laughs) 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 Devil, thanks as always for going toe-to-toe. Benny, always a pleasure, mate. Never a chore. Until next week. Speaking words of wisdom, Benny. Uh, The the Swannies. Go Dons. This has been a Podular Media Production.